deeper, darker variety show. And my name's Ashley. And I am, if you can see my shirt, a feminist. A feminist? I, I, all I can see because... Yeah, because of my lighting, all I see is a giant uh, black swath of boobage. So good job there, I guess. It just looks like giant titties, and I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I am too. It's our first show of the new year. And I hope everybody Happy New Year had a safe and happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully COVID a COVID free New Year, not a super spreader event. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, not really having any overall hopes for the new year just trying to get back into shape myself and everybody else can get yeah, fucked I, i'm just trying to ignore everything right now <laughs> can't handle it i know i did handle it are though. you back on facebook yet no i'm still banned <laughs> yeah like i figured for- because eric keeps posting things to your page and yeah. without any repercussions yeah, yeah yeah i text him repercussions but i got a 30-day ban and i think i'm on like day 22 or something i don't know i don't fucking care i just keep going on there and stealing memes and logging off so that when i come back out a bunch of memes so you have like everybody. a whole cache yeah that's the nice. only good part about me getting banned is when i come back everybody gets like a ton i guess that's a good thing nice. i don't know most people i assume have unfollowed me by now but um <laughs> i mean i would have how was your new year? What'd you do? Nothing. Nothing. We were uh, nothing. That's we were awesome. waiting on a COVID test for my husband and we I was kind of under the weather, so I didn't want to, just in case. Yeah. So we stayed in. Yeah. Just did nothing. He was asleep okay. by like nine o'clock and I just <laughs> sat up here fucking around on the internet like usual. It's pretty much all I do now. There's nowhere to go nice. and nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say your say. So, Seriously, I have been watching, binge watching shit, but I did finally get around to watching. Have you seen the Get Back documentary about the Beatles? No, it's on Disney Plus, and we're gonna. Okay, be, I'm glad you haven't seen it yet because then you can see it with all this new information I'm going to be dropping on you. Nice. <laughs> so, it's basically they had originally done this when they were recording Let It Be, the album Let It Be. And uh, it's a much smaller documentary and it paints this this picture of, of people who are completely over each other and like kind of painting Yoko Ono as this villain who like broke up the Beatles with her fucking presence because she mm. is there literally the entire time. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, the... Peter Jackson got the material and broke it up. It's six hours of it. And the first couple hours are, are the kind of the hardest because they're not happy where they're at. And once they move to the Abbey Road studios, it's it's basically watching four old friends make music together. Nice. And, but at the same time, you can tell that they're like their their group is disintegrating. They're, they've been basically married to each other for over a decade at this point you know they yeah. all went to school together except for Ringo and so they're all stuck together and they're all like kind of mildly pissed off at each other and Yoko Ono literally is there the entire time <laughs> <laughs> so they're like we're not gonna blame our own inner demons it's Yoko's fault exactly like the, the yeah. point is is like obviously the Beatles would have broken up eventually anyway there was like four four really distinct personalities butting yeah. heads aside from- but that doesn't make for a good story that just you know yeah. it's more fun to like blame someone else we actually back in the day uh there was this girl i knew that we called her yoko because she like so it was part it was she was kind of tied into like my group of friends yeah so there were uh like these three guys they're all best friends and she was dating one of them and then she left 
one of them for like one of the other friends and the band broke up. So we started, we all just started calling her Yoko. <laughs> Yoko is shorthand for somebody who breaks up the band. And this woman, like even, even in this documentary that you're watching this, this old footage, this guy is interviewing these, the, um, Beatles fans her like hanging out outside the studios, like kind of hoping to catch a glimpse of them. It's just these two girls and like, what do you think of John's like marriage to this Yoko Ono woman? She's like, I really don't think it's my business. Like, I don't like, <laughs> so what? That's like, awesome. I hope he's happy. Like, and that's probably how most people felt, but like the media is hyping this up. that This woman has come in to break up the Beatles and <laughs> she basically just sits there the entire time like she'll be sewing or she'll be like doing her own thing and not paying attention and not making any noise john just wants her right there so she's yeah. just there hanging out <laughs> occasionally she jams with paul like paul and her her and paul and john got there early one at one point and they were just jamming together and she's just doing her yoko thing where she's just like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I, I low-key love uh, Yoko Ono. She's just, she's just, she just does her own thing. She doesn't give a yeah. fuck. She doesn't give a fuck. She just does her own thing. Like, I watched her yeah. on Conan one time, and she, she like, coaxed Conan to get into a giant bag with her and take off his, like, his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of the bag with no shirt on, and she's, like, explaining why this is art. And he's just stupid <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> You can make anything art. I mean, truthfully. You can. You can. And and that's what Yoko is into performance art and like that kind of stuff, which is like never. Yeah. I shouldn't talk shit because it's really, I don't understand or vibe with that kind of art at all. So it's just stupid to me, but I'm sure it makes sense and is deep to somebody. I'm sure somebody's like, oh yeah, I, yeah. Get, like, I get what that's saying. You know. Wasn't there like some, enough. some artist in New York who just like sat in an art gallery with her like pussy spread and was like, this is art. You know, something like that. They're, they've done shit where, like, um, <laughs> David Sedaris talks about his time <laughs> doing meth when he was, like, a performance <laughs> artist. And it was, like, this art <laughs> this art group. And, this, you know, they're all young. They're all in college. And they're all doing meth. And, like, they're doing these stupid-ass art projects where this one girl had made, like, a nest out of stray hairs and like nail clippings or some shit oh, God. <laughs> all of this ridiculous performance art and they're all doing it because they're on meth all the time <laughs> they think they're super <laughs> and then when we're the gonna meth use ran this out, meth for good <laughs> you almost always start out trying to use meth for good and then it just never works out that way no <laughs> i just i just want a little toot before a party and then all of a sudden you know cut to a couple years later and you're trying to gnaw the rims off somebody's car so you can sell them for two dollars <laughs> with, with your one fucking tooth left in your head yeah <sighs> uh sorry meth heads oh yes no i'm sorry to a uh, good portion of my family i apologize for making fun of you on the air <laughs> well today is the uh one year anniversary of the fucking capital siege yeah yeah well the failed insurrection yes yeah the failed coup yeah, it was a it was an attempted coup is what it was that yeah. was a, an attempt at a coup yeah. and we are very very lucky <sighs> yeah dude ted cruz all over the place like at first he was like oh yeah it's it you know it's not really an attack on democracy blah 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 and then today he's like yeah it's an attack on democracy and it's fucking trump's fault and, you know, every other bootlicking Republican is like, no, it's not. How dare you? What was it? I saw an article, too, that said there's this one lawmaker. I don't know, some ultra conservative fucking guy. He was saying that 
Marjorie Taylor Greene, oh who we know is like deeply conservative yeah. psychopath. And he's like, well, she's so crazy. She's either an idiot or a Democrat. Like, well, again, it's it's that animal farm thing. They just speak these words and it makes it true to their believers. Like, no matter what they say, like, they're, they're going to keep following this weird ass party line. And like, I, I had actually just read an article that there was a, um, I can't remember who in Canada, Canadian uh researcher political science whatever basically wrote this thing that like we have they have canadians have to be aware that there is a good chance that america will be a fascist state by 2025 or 2030 because if damn that is not a long time from no, now because that's what's happening right now and everybody's watching it happen but it's spiraling out of control and nobody knows what to do or how to stop it but that is what is happening yeah and they're the if the military turns on their vow, their, their, uh, no, their, their, when you take your oath. Well, an oath and a vow, to, you know, to Whatever. They take their fucking oath and it just depends on, and it. They say something. If Trump or one of his fucking cronies is elected next cycle because the Democrats are fucking fumbling the ball hardcore like they always do. Dude. You know, like, it's, that's what's going to happen. And I, I, I encourage you all to have your passports ready just in case. Cause. dude joe biden posted a tweet that was like you know something about he just makes these like and i'm sure it's not him actually tweeting but somebody is making tweets for him that are just like very obvious statements yeah. um one of them recently he's like with omicron going crazy everyone needs to get tested it's like yeah we would love to get tested but they're sold out of self-tests everywhere it's hard as fuck to go get a PCR test anywhere. Yep. It's like it's beginning to be criminal. At well, this there point. was apparently a, a report that, that Biden had been warned in advance. Hey, you need to order all of these tests for the for the wintertime surge. And he didn't do it. And here we are. And yeah. that's the, the truth about the Democrats is they get in on, on the on the idea that the Republicans are so awful, which is true. But they don't do anything about it. And they're all owned by corporate interests yeah. anyway. And Hillary's up there saying that the progressives are going to sink us. The progressives are going to sink us. It's like, bitch, you sunk us. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you I saw this really good meme the other day that was said something like, um, like the difference between Democrats and Republicans, right? So you're so Republicans are like, you're really mean uncle. Yeah who says that he can't take you to Disneyland because he doesn't have any money, but then you see pictures of him, of him alone at Disneyland. Yeah. But Democrats are like this really cool aunt who's like always promising she's going to take you to Disneyland, but always ends up doing something else anyway. Yeah, there's just like, there's never enough money so she can't take you. So, uh, like, yeah, she doesn't get around to it. That's very true, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the political state yeah. of this country is absolutely terrifying right now and looking back on that coup the scariest thing about the coup is that so few people even will acknowledge that it was an attempted coup like they won't even yeah like i tried to talk to a friend about this and she kept like she's just giving me the silent and i'm just like girl hello this is what happened like what the f yeah i mean there's no need to mince words yeah there's no need to mince this is what happened this was an act of sedition against the government those people should oh god there was a uh, some guy who was interviewed it was the the partner of one of the police officers who was killed mm. and he was um i guess like him and the partner who was killed both very big trump supporters and when asked in an interview so so his partner's like super pissed yeah. you know obviously he and he blames trump for it 100 percent but when he was asked if he regretted voting for him, he said no. Which is like, 
mind boggling. It's like you can't be super pissed with this person. You can't you can't honestly say you don't regret voting for this person because if this person wasn't in office, this would have never happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's this this is what the things they're willing to sacrifice and this is the people they're willing to overlook. That's that's the thing is like all these friendships with these people everybody's gonna turn their fucking head when they start when they start showing up at your door at midnight and dragging your ass out you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. the disappearances are gonna start all this weird shit's gonna start and all these fucking trump supporters i mean and a lot of democrats are just gonna be like yeah whatever keep your head down as they do do. i mean and it's a survival tactic i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do it's a scary fucking time so let's talk about something less scary costa rica oh yeah let's do that i forgot about that Let's talk about something less fucked yeah. up, but kind of stupid and also gets kind of fucked up in a minute. But what are we talking about today? Talking about Paul is dead. Miss him. Miss him. The the very old, very twisted conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney was replaced by a lookalike after dying in a car accident. Oh, shit. I've never heard this before. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. All right. So uh, they call him on the internet shorthand. They call him Fall. F-A-U-L, like a fail, but I'm not going to, because it doesn't work as well out loud. So, yeah. Um, first, first, rewind before we get there. We just, a little background on Paul McCartney, who is honestly one of the most famous people in the whole world. You should probably know already, but <laughs> Sir James Paul McCartney. So he was knighted at one point. I believe um, him and Ringo kept their knighthoods. George and John rejected them at one point and gave them back. But Paul is still a sir. How do you get, how do you reject that? You're like, sorry, you give queen, that shit I back don't... and like give the title back because it was like a, a protest kind of thing. Like about the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. It was a fuck you to the, to the royalist government and all that kind of crap. Yeah. Uh, dur- definitely during their, uh, John and, and uh, George were definitely to lean more political. James Paul McCartney was born June 18th, 1942 in Liverpool, England. Uh, to James and Mary McCartney. James was a volunteer firefighter at this point during the war. He was not there when he was, when Paul was born and his mother, Mary was working as a nurse at the time. His father was a jazz musician. And so growing up, Paul taught himself the piano, the guitar, and he taught himself songwriting. He plays left-handed. He's left-handed bass player. And he wound up joining the Quarrymen, which was started by John Lennon. He joined the Quarrymen in 1957, and by 1960, that band became the Beatles. So there's actually, if you're into this all, or if you just want a good movie, there's a movie called Nowhere Boy. It's about John Lennon. And it never says the Beatles at all, but it's about John Lennon's, uh, this thing he went through in his life. He started to, to do music. He winds up starting this band and the, the, the kids in the band are like, we got, we need to get Paul in here because he's the only one that knows how to fucking play. <laughs> like, he knows how to play an <laughs> instrument properly. And then Paul eventually brought in his friend, George, um, who, you know, they're all natural musicians and they all came together naturally, aside from Ringo, who replaced, oh God, was it Pete Best or Stu Sutcliffe? No, Stu died. I believe Pete Best, he replaced him as a drummer on a tour. And that's how Ringo got into the thing. But anyway, so we all know the Beatles. I don't need to go like over on how the Beatles were. Uh, the British invasion, all the crazy shit of of England. In 1967, there was a brief rumor that Paul McCartney had been killed. Yes, exactly. Most people think it's 69. Good job. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Did you say because they're dumb? Yeah. No, I didn't say that, but it is true. 
But um, <laughs> so the, it was a rumor that Paul had died in a car crash, most likely because there was a truth that someone, it doesn't say who, but someone was driving Paul McCartney's car and did get into an accident. And this brief rumor is mentioned in like some Beatles fan magazines and it's laughed off. Like, obviously, Paul's not dead. Everything's fine. Or is he? Or is he? That's it, This goes nowhere until 1969, a college student in Michigan calls the WKNR station on October 12th. And uh, this kid, Tom Zersky, suggests that DJ Ross Gibb play the intro from Revolution Number no. 9 from the White Album, which is not actually called the White Album. It's called The Beatles. It's an eponymous album, but they call it the White Album because it's white, you see. It's a nickname, ah. you see. It's a colloquialism. Ah. So to play this intro backwards. Oh, yeah. Is this the whole, like, play the album backwards and it's, like, yes, satanic or some shit? Well, this is not satanic. This is secrets. Okay. First one. Give it a second. It's a Dude, little long. that sounds sweet. Sounds really good forward to Revolution 9 is a weird song. But this is backwards? Yes. So do you hear that? Yeah, what's he saying? What do you think he's saying? Can you hear anything at all? Sounds like bring it on, young man. I, I can't. I, I know it sounds like bring it on or something bring it on it, young man bring it on like young man when the ghost bros have their little like evps and everybody's like what does it say yes, can hear dude i was just gonna say it's like it's total ghost bros we're like the ghost bros now so what audience <laughs> audiences here is this kid says they hear turn me on dead man this starts this whole avalanche of people calling in to talk about the clues that that they believe that John Lennon had died in a car, or excuse me, that Paul McCartney had died in a car accident. Like it just it opened the the floodgates of these stupid ass things. And there were there were conspiracy magazines dedicated to this with all of the clues that people had supposedly found in the lyrics and in the pictures and on the LPs and all kind of fucking crazy shit. I have a small. There are so fucking many of them. I'm not going to go through all of them, but. <laughs> The again, the conspiracy became that um, there's a the boys are having a recording session, and this is just after Revolver was released, uh, November 9th, 1966. Revolver has just been released, the Beatles are on top of everything. Paul is has an argument with the band, and he storms out and he goes driving, and he winds up decapitated and killed. But how are you going to let this massive cash cow? That is the Beatles go when they're right on top. Like Rubber Soul and Revolver. These are huge albums to this day. Like they're, right. they're, they're, they're critically acclaimed albums. The Beatles are on the fucking top of the world. And now supposedly one of the Beatles is dead. So what do you do? How do you, you keep get the Beatles fucking going? You get a stunt double. You get a stunt double. So <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of back and forth about who is behind this. It might be MI6. But it's like the British CIA. The point is, to hide the truth, the other Beatles or MI6 or whomever 
because you, you would need a lot of training for this. They supposedly hire an orphan from Edinburgh uh, named William Campbell, a.k.a. Billy Shears. For those of you who are Beatles fans, you should recognize Billy Shears as during Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the last refrain. Um, I don't really want to start the show, but I thought you'd all like to know that the singer's going to sing a song and he wants you all to sing along. So may I introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And then it, and it goes, <laughs> Billy Shears. It goes into Ringo's um, rendition of With a Little Help from My Friends. So that's, they think that the Beatles are now telling trying to be the Beatles feel guilty about what they have done. They're trying to send out these clues for the fans to find to prove that so the Paul fans is are not like, Paul. yeah, the fans are sleuthing this currently. The fans are sleuthing this. Okay. So, but again, also just, just to put this forward to fake another human being, to silence everyone around who wouldn't know any better, but to fake a person, it takes a lot of work. I mean, one, he would have to, supposedly this guy had to learn to pay, play bass left-handed. He had to learn to be left-handed to do this. He had to kind of match Paul and the ability to, uh, Paul, the interesting thing about the Beatles and one of the reasons why the Beatles got so big is they have like a natural uh, charisma, all of them. They're yeah. all kind of like cheeky and cute. And to have that natural Paul charisma, you know, which is very much there in the Get Back documentary, to have that, and to have not just that, but the the feeling of all of them being together. There's natural energy between all of them because they've all known each other. What if they What if they cloned Paul, and then they are like, once he was like a full grown clone, they're like, you must study him, study all of his mannerisms. <laughs> like, what if it was? What if it's like a Russian bot? And they're just like, and all it does is take in data on how to be Paul McCartney. And then he just is. I mean, that would I'm make just saying, sense. I'm just saying. That that would make more possible. sense than like, they just hired this dude and taught him in like two weeks how to be Paul McCartney. That's like the big. Yeah, you can the, teach someone in two weeks to be Paul McCartney. Exactly. And there would, there's supposedly, we'll get into to all these clues and the plastic surgery scars and all this shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so these are just some of the clues. Inside the Sergeant Pepper LP, Paul's arm patch on on this little, this little gatefold has a little Sergeant Pepper, or excuse me, has a little patch on his Sergeant Pepper uniform that says OPD, supposedly, meaning officially pronounced dead. It's actually OPP, which is Ontario Provincial Police, is what OPP, OPP stands yeah, for. You know and also, me. you know me, you down with OPP? OPP, yeah, yeah you know me. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, OPP means other people's pussy. <laughs> that's what we're that's what we were down with when we were eight years old is yes, we were running around yes. being down with OPP and it means other people's pussy so we're all clear I love hearing about these fucking what these lyrics and shit meant and we were all totally bumping this shit when we were 10 years old like not I, even paying any mind to it and then we listen as adults we're like oh my god that's that's terrible I was listening to Green Day the other day and there's this whole song and it's like uh, they listen to over and over again about meth uh, I blow one off steam with methamphetamine. I don't know what I want. <laughs> and it's all that I got. And I'm picking scabs off my face. Um, and we're like 10 years old, yeah. shouting this from the top of our lungs. We have no fucking clue. I found a treasure filled with sick pleasure. And it sits on a thin white line. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so Sergeant Pepper and Abby Road are both full of supposed clues. And again, these are just the picture clues. We'll get to the lyrical clues in a little bit. Um, so on the cover of Abbey Road, it's the famous cover where they're crossing the street. Uh, the Beatles are actually a funeral procession, according to the, to this conspiracy. Uh, John is dressed all in white and leading to the, like, a, like the priest. Ringo is the mourner dressed in black. George is in jeans because he's the gravedigger. Paul is out of step. And he's barefoot. And and so Paul is dead. That Jesus. signifies that Paul is dead because he's out of step and he's barefoot. I thought Paul, you were going to say they think he's Jesus. <laughs> uh, one of the reasons why <laughs> the Beatles stopped being quite so big and like working with things. The, the, John and George especially were starting to fall apart under this shit because this is a true story that people believe they, they worship them. Like at one point... Um, this woman came to John with like her fucking kid and her kid was blind or deaf or some shit. And he want, she wanted John Lennon to lay hands on her kid, believing he would heal her fucking child. And it fucking like, John, it, that's all these mess with you. Like it messes mess with these, with your... these all, these are all lower class people. They're, they're people very much like us growing up in Liverpool. Liverpool's yeah. uh, a port poor. station, very poor. Um, but like, that's got to trip you the fuck out. That's why John made that comment that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. He weren't saying the Beatles were better than Jesus. He was saying that the Beatles, like, people are so obsessed with them, they're neglecting this idea of Jesus or any of these other things, you know? It's, it's trip. Yeah. So, I'm such and a again, fucker. I would, I would literally have to, like, stop myself from, like, placing my hand upon the child's head and be like, hallelujah! Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an asshole. Well, of course, of course. But again, and this is how these, this shit is obsessive enough. So Paul's cigarette in this picture is pointed down to where Paul is, the real Paul is buried and his cigarette is in his right hand, not his left hand, which again proves that this is not the real Paul. Uh, Behind them, there's a VW Beetle. You get it? A Beetle. And the the license plate reads LMW28IF, which translates to Linda McCartney weeps 28 if lived, meaning if Paul had lived, he would be 28 at the point at this point. Man, people are just reading way too far into this shit. <laughs> on the flip side of Abbey Road, uh, there the word the Beatles on the back, it's on it's on like a wall. It has a crack through it. Because the Beatles have cracked because you know, they're, they're no longer the full Beatles. Uh, there's eight dots near the word Beatles, which form the, the number three, which then re- then makes the thing read three Beatles, meaning there's only three Beatles left. If you rotate the cover 45 degrees, there's an image of a skull right by the Beatles thing. And to get into lyrical things, I have this other fucking thing for you. Click on the other link. Okay. And this is the outro for the strong Strawberry Fields Forever. Wait, wait, I, I need to, redo to listen it. to it again. Yeah. What? Are, I can't hear what he's saying. unbury paul they hear i buried paul okay according according to john he just said cranberry sauce 
Because they're literally fucking around trying to find this. There's a whole... The the problems with strawberry fields could probably be a whole show. But, like, itself. it clearly says Paul. That's... Does what, it say what Paul? Is the, what's... It's what's sauce. the official lyric? Sauce? The, the, no, there, there's no lyric. That's what that's what John says. Hold that on, he said. I gotta listen to this again. Cranberry sauce. That's what John says. I don't know. I think I'm with the conspiracy theorists on this one. Also, again, so knowing the Beatles and knowing them, if I heard about it, I'd start fucking with it. I, I just start tripping them out and they, they they it doesn't say i can't find when this happened but it says uh about paul finding out someone from the office rang me up and said look paul you're dead mccartney remembered and i said oh i don't agree with that and that's all he said about it later with the uh this particular what i just read you about abbey road he said it's the it's the most stupid rumor i've ever heard this is mccartney it's also bloody stupid. I uh, I was walking barefoot because it was a hot day. The Volkswagen just happened to be parked there. And who knows? But then there's like these other. John Lennon's 1971 album, Imagine, there's there's lyrics saying those freaks was right when they said you was dead. The one, ma- the one mistake you made was in your head. And there's all these little. Dude, now I'm starting to believe this shit. <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't sound that crazy. There is another lyric in, in a day in the life. Um I read the news today, oh boy, about a lucky man who made the grade. Though the the news was rather sad, I just had to laugh. I saw the photograph. He blew his mind out in a car. He didn't notice that the lights had changed. A crowd of people stood and stared. They'd seen his face before. Nobody was really sure if he was from the House of Lords. So that, again, that is supposed to be another. Wow. Because John and and uh, lovely Rita Meter made. Um, there's a, a lyric. Took her home. I nearly made it. And just that, just that little bit. I took her home and I nearly made it. Oh, well, he nearly made it because he died. And there was a girl in the car. He picked up a girl and there was a girl in the car. And that's what they're talking about in the song Lovely Rita. <laughs> this. All of these things. Damn. But the most damning evidence that I could find is also coming with a huge, huge, huge asterisk. Please listen to me when I say this because I'm going to describe to you what I found on a website that claims that they that it is from an Italian issue of the of Wired, okay? Of Wired magazine. There's some interesting stuff on this site. However, Scrolling down as I'm preparing yesterday. I'm going to read this to you as I read it, just to get your straight reaction. This is, again, at the bottom of an article about the Paul is Dead conspiracy. Who benefits from this deception? How did the McCartney family benefit from this? How did the Beatles benefit? How did the fans of the Beatles benefit? How does the media benefit? Who benefited? If Paul McCartney died accidentally, would so many people have joined in this cover-up of a car accident? Maintaining this deception is extremely difficult, expensive, and time-consuming. And if nobody benefits, that would be a sign that this is a cover-up for some kind of horrible, diabolical crime. This may be one of the tricks the Jews are using to control people. In leadership (laughs) positions. Dude, why do they always blame the Jews? I told you. Uh, was Am I right, though? I, I said it before. Every fucking conspiracy theory boils down to the Jews did it. Okay? 
Every single conspiracy, every single one of them, they're always trying to blame the Jews for The funniest something. thing is on this site, so it says, specifically, the Jews can threaten people. And it has a quote with this horrible uh-huh. with this horrible caricature of like a big nosed Jewish person like saying it on the side this quote that is attributed to a- I am a Jewish person and I have a very small nose well yeah but they're, they're making fun of the big ones uh Jewish people some <laughs> Jewish people have large noses but they, they then they use this this, this horrible this um what sort I'm looking for these caricatures with these big noses to to dehumanize them but this quote that is yeah. on this website is attributed to no one. It's attributed to no one, but according to them, this is what the Jews have to say. You will obey us or we'll kill you and replace you with an imitation, just like we did with Paul McCartney, and no one will stop us. Not the sheeple, not the police, not the military, and not even your own family members. How many more? Wait, but- That's quote. That's quote. <laughs> it's quoted. It's a quote from, from nobody, nobody though. It's attributed to no one. It's attributed to no one, and there's just a horrible, like, uh, cameo shot. I have a sneaking suspicion that the person who made the previous quote also made who that would, quote. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. This 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 uh, cameo of a- It's definitely the Jews. Look at this quote from this definite real person Jew person. Yeah, there's a cameo of this- this uh, this. Jewish caricature, and I'm sure that that means it's for shit. And the next time, the next line is, "How many more times will we allow the Jews to perpetrate these kind of crimes?" So, so this website that I found this on is apparently very anti-Semitic, and it is translating an Italian magazine. So I cannot ver- like speak to the veracity of any of this. It's also talking about things that I don't quite understand, and I would like to have somebody that understands um, photo manipulation yeah. and such things to go over. But, but again, that's my little asterisk or my big asterisk, my huge asterisk. Please don't go to this fucking website for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently. See, they had me and now they lost well, me. Again. So these, there's these two Italians, Gabriella Carlisi and friend Francesco Gavazzini, I believe. I apologize if I'm fucking up your name. They, uh, their purpose of analyzing this conspiracy theory was to put an end to the stupid rumors, right? And they are, um, uh, forensic, uh, Gabriella is a forensic pathologist who specializes in identification of people through cranio- craniometry and forensic okay. odontology, aka analysis of the skull and analysis of the teeth. Did you just say analyst? I did. I'm just kidding. I want some analyst. Uh, and Fran- Francesco <laughs> is a specialist in computer analysis. Okay. So putting this together, okay. they supposedly t- uh, took pictures of Paul McCartney and what is supposed to be the, the fake Billy Shears, Paul McCartney, and compared them. So so certain features of your skull, teeth, and ears are uh, cannot be, some of them cannot be uh, modified by surgery. Uh, some of them, excuse me, in, the, in Germany, the identification of the shape of the right ear has the same legal value of that of a DNA test or fingerprint detection. So that is how distinct your right your ear pattern is. Like, they're... Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy shit. So, supposedly they took these photographs, and I can't say if they... all I don't know. And again, again this is a translation. They say that, that the photos taken prior to 1966 do not match the photos taken 1967 the um shape of the head the difference the space between the eyes there is a lot of shit here and it is as i said interesting but 
But I mean, your face changes over the it years. It does. Like and, 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 and that's the thing I can't tell. I would like to talk to somebody who actually understands this subject better before. Send me these pictures. I want to check um, it out. Because it- like, I'm I'm curious too, because I mean, yeah, your face and, and especially like your nose structure changes over the years. You know, like things, shit changes. I forgot I had more, I got, I forgot I had more um, uh, evidence, quote unquote, to show. But yeah, so. Um, it's on hugequestions.com, which again is I'm assuming some freaking crazy ass conspiracy thing. I, I had seen it elsewhere before many years ago, but I was unable to locate that site. So it's probably run by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. To be yeah. So I mean again, big grain of salt, but I did see it elsewhere before. And is it is an interesting and compelling idea, but I don't understand enough about the way faces change. I you know, you're basically just taking an analysis of somebody for granted i can't really speak to it but yeah some more some more clues before we go if you want if you really want to get into this shit there is a website called turn me on deadman.com turn me okay. on deadman.com um oh that's what because that's what it said that's what it said yeah so they, they have the a whole they have yeah. so much fucking shit a couple of interesting ones uh on the cover of sergeant pepper there is so the concept for the cover of sergeant pepper is a funeral it's the old beatles kind of putting or excuse me the new beatles putting the old beatles to rest and there's a bunch of famous people uh pictures of famous people in the crowd it's really interesting supposedly um or in real for factually there is a uh guitar made out of flowers a bass guitar and it's oriented to play left-handed the way paul would would play it but there's um there's only three sticks strings rather than four, which means there's only three Beatles. And apparently, supposedly, you can see the words Paul question mark in the in the flowers. I don't see it. I mean, I see where they can see it, but I don't see it. Um, if you put a mirror up to the uh, the bass drum that says Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, you put a mirror up to the middle of it, it uh, you will see the, the letters uh, I-O-N-E-I-X, he and then two uh, lesser than arrows die. So it suggests that the date that he died was 11-9 or November 9, 1966. And then he died. There's a doll uh, on the side reading with a welcome Rolling Stones t-shirt thinking that the Rolling Stones had helped, up co- helped cover up Paul McCartney's death. And that was their way of thinking them. Which is stupid as fuck. What? Yes, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's stupid. Why are you? Why are you bringing the fucking Rolling Stones into this? I mean, do you think Mick Jagger has enough bandwidth in his fucking brain to try to cover something? And up? If they did this around <laughs> the time that they were doing uh, the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus, so in Get Back, Paul uh, John a couple more than once says, "And now welcome the Rolling Stones," because he had welcomed the Rolling Stones on their little uh, rock and roll circus business. Like it's him fucking around. Yeah. Oh, by the way, another great thing in that Get Back documentary is when Ringo farts. Like. <laughs> Ringo is sitting with with everybody, and he he goes he goes I f- I farted. I w- I wasn't gonna say anything. I was just gonna stare at you, but I thought I should let you know I farted. That's great. <laughs> like shout out to Ringo, who is just totally chill the entire time and just letting everybody argue all this shit out, and he's just hanging over there farting. Yeah, I love him. Um, that's amazing. Dude, I'm totally gonna look into all this stuff. Oh, here, here we go. Next to Paul's head on the inside, where the where the lyrics are, there are the words "without you" from the song "within you, without you." Uh, George appears to be pointing at the words "Wednesday morning at five o'clock" and as the day begins, which is 
supposedly the time of Paul McCartney's accident. Um, George's hand in position this way, blah, 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 blah. You can, you can go down this stupid website if you want to look at literally all of these things. There's, there's so many fucking clues. Some of them range from compelling yeah. to really fucking stupid and really reaching, but... Yeah, but like I feel like the overarching theme of conspiracies just in general yeah. is they kind of they they reach just enough to where it gets you thinking like that's plausible. Yeah. But when you go back and you try to make sense of everything, you're like, no, that's fucking and, stupid. And, uh, but like they they always plant these little nuggets of like possibility. Yes. Like, oh, but it, there's no evidence that it couldn't yeah. be. So you can't really prove a negative. So they, they they show you up that way. And then there's you know, uh, again watching get back watching the natural flow and energy that these men have between each other and the way that they create. Like, I I don't think that you could fake that and just put a new guy in there and just have things work that way. And also they they wouldn't be listening to him. Like he, like if you're not really Paul, John and George are just going to steamroll you on whatever they want to do because you're not really Paul. Shut the fuck up. Like you don't, you don't belong in this band. Unless, unless, unless they were doing it for the cameras. Exactly, because the Jews were paying. Oh God! Because you know, Jews have money. You, you know, know, you know. know. <laughs> I mean, really, we can't prove that they didn't. Ugh. <laughs> exactly. So that's my fun conspiracy theory for the week. Oh man, that's amazing. I love that. It's like a, it's it's pretty wholesome. It but, is, you know, pretty it's- wholesome. It's a kind of a nice fun. That's honestly the the part I love about the Beatles. They're very wholesome. They really are. Like. Yeah, they don't really get into anything. Yeah. I always say the difference between the Rolling Stones and the Beatles is like you're never gonna walk in on George Harrison and him being like, "Hey, do you want to do a line of coke off this hooker's ass?" Like you're never gonna do that. You know, he's just gonna be no. But you go to Rolling Stones yes. for sure. Mick Jagger's gonna like <laughs> Mick Jagger's already got his pants off. Like it's just how it's gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, I, I'm I'm sure the Beatles oh, got man. themselves some pussy, but they were all very classy about it. Oh. Very classy, yeah. They they did not kiss and tell. No, but they, they they had a they had good management. They kept their mouths shut and they were just pleasant all the time. They were so pleasant. <sighs> I love the Beatles. Uh-huh. I'm like the hugest Beatles fan. Uh-huh. Anyway, good. I don't have anything to add. Oh, today. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's been like it was supposed to be a super light week yeah. at work, and then it got really busy suddenly. So I guess you're not taking this program very seriously, then, are you, Casey? I'm not. Well, I was going to talk. Well, okay, because you're talking about conspiracies. I was going to talk about like the queen conspiracy herself, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's what. Oh, God. And just like all of her QAnon nonsense. So, you know, she finally got kicked off of Twitter because of like even Twitter's like this shall not stand anymore. Yeah, she's this. And, And she's she's crowdfunding now to get people are actually paying like a GoFundMe or some shit. To, I don't know, pay Twitter to unban her or, or like some fund shit. her her like they're not gonna they're not gonna do it legal campaign or some shit. Well, I mean, she's just she's yeah, and I'm just she's like, ripping these people off the same way Trump did. They are all they're it's this big old scam, and it's it's disgusting that the scam might destroy our democracy. It really is. These these people yeah. are like we can have all kind of different differing viewpoints and all kind of shit, but this this QAnon like white power shit is just it's it's evil, and uh, yeah, this QAnon shit like is just I mean come it's the on. darkness in the hearts of men. It's like seeing how quickly you can get people to turn on people that they don't even know and want like yeah it, for no reason. 
I'm, and again, like when, when you sit there, like I remember being a kid and sitting there thinking like, how could Nazi Germany happen? And then now I'm like watching it happen. I'm watching. And now you're watching it and you're like, oh shit, I can totally yeah, see. Yeah, I can totally see. Cause what the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? What do we do? If anyone yeah. has a fucking solution, yeah. I'm all for it, but. Ugh. I know people talk about it now. They're like, someone should have done something. It's like, it kind of just unfolded in a way that like, there was nothing that could have. I don't really know if there was anything that would have prevented it. Um, I mean, someone should have silenced Trump by now. But like, what happened to the didn't that fucking didn't in Iran or some um one of the neighboring countries, Saudi Arabia? Didn't somebody like call for a bounty on his head? Is there is it Iran? Yeah, but you know, you know how they. But do. dude, like somebody get. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I'll get fucking. <laughs> someone get. <laughs> Dude, the fucking uh, FBI agent on the other side of our computer is like, he's, oh, he's perking up. He's like, ah, I almost got you, fuckers. I'll see <laughs> yeah. you again next week. I can just see him like, I can literally just see him in like a fucking office, being like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. I think I got. I think I'm gonna get him, Bill. Oh, she realized what she was saying. Yeah, I'll see you again next week, Billy. Okay, thank you all for listening to yet another exciting episode of the Deeper Darker Variety Show. We would like to thank producer Eric and Unlikely Legends Productions for producing this podcast. We would also like to thank friend of the show Juan Solo for creating our intro and outro tunes. We have links to our website, social media, Patreon, streaming services, and they could all be found at Linktree at linktr.ee slash the deeper darker variety show. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and TikTok as well as subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. The rates and reviews get us exposure. And exposure gets us more awesome listeners like you. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, or topic suggestions, please email us at deeperdarkerpodcast at gmail.com. That's deeperdarkerpodcast at who gives a shit you fucking asshole at gmail.com. <laughs> All right, goodbye. <laughs>